What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Joe Kilgallen Podcast, aka Kilgallen's Pub. I'm your host, Joe Kilgallen. It is Monday, 11:04 a.m. Chicago time. Uh, before I get to what most of the world is talking about right now, I have to thank you, the listeners. Big shout out to the listeners, all the Patreon subscribers. You guys are the shit. Love you guys. Bonus episode coming most likely tomorrow. Uh, so be prepared for that. Hope everyone had a great weekend. All right, let me see. Can I do a little quick weekend recap? What I do? Had a very fun show Friday night in Sussex, Wisconsin at a place. I'm forgetting the name. Dirty Turtles? What the hell was it called? <laughs> I forgot. Shit. It's a good name, though. I'll think of it later. Anyway, if you're in the Sussex, Wisconsin area, sorry I forgot the name of your bar, but you guys were a fun crowd. Hot damn, I had a really good time with you guys. Hopefully, I'll be back sometime in the future. And then uh, last week was a, a fun week. I had, I'll get to that shit later. Let's get right to it, though, huh? Last night at the Academy Awards, also known as the Oscars, Hollywood's biggest night, as they say, in which a bunch of people get all dressed up in a lot of weirdo ass fashion, right? Isn't that the case? A lot of it. Some woman will wear something where you're like, what the fuck is that? It's like a, a blend between. Like what a Jewish rabbi would wear and what your least favorite stripper wears. If you have stripper rankings, you there's one where you're like, what, what is that? You know what I mean? It's a, they, they dress weird. A lot of them. Sometimes you're like, it's a beautiful gown right there. You did it right. And other times you're like, you're just a weirdo. Okay. There's certain clothes that only celebrities could wear, you know? And, and the same thing with uh, like bands. So there are like a haircut. You ever see like a lead singer and you're like, I like your music, which is why you're allowed to look like a dickhead. It's the only reason that is acceptable at all is because you are talented. Regular people, though, would never take on that fashion. I feel the same way about with uh, fashion runway shows. Every one of them, you're, you're, someone's wearing like, what are you wearing? Staplers? What the fuck is that? I'm, who's, who are you, who's selling that? Who's buying that shit? I've never seen a woman be like, oh, my God, she wore like this floss over just one nipple and then her other nipple was a big like pom-pom and then it all came together and it looked like some sort of like old rubbery bacon covering her vag i think that's gonna be the swimsuit of the summer what do you guys think like you know it's not it's not real i think that's why the victoria's secret fashion show is awesome because it's like yeah i could see all the women in these clothes all <laughs> these are it's lingerie all the women i could see in them doesn't matter size shape any they all fit but regular model runway shit it's terrible but that's not what we're talking about here we're talking about i did want to talk about the bullshit of the oscars a little bit i don't know like i'm in the i'm an actor i, I guess i'm a comedian first and foremost but i've acted some stuff i have my screen actors guild card so i support it you know it's but a lot of it is just cringe worthy stuff you know it's a lot of just jerking each other off. Like, look how great we are. And every speech is this thing where you're like, oh, here we go again. And then three years later, you're like, you've been taking private jets. Do you really care about global warming? It's, you know, stuff like that. It's a lot of lip service, but lot, and, and it's usually not a lot of action. It's, you know, it's one of those things where people watch because it's on, it's a Sunday night. They get to live tweet it. They get to whatever. And damn it. Did they give us some entertainment last night? So stand-up comedian, Chris Rock, no, I didn't see it live. I was at a show. I was doing stamp comedy in Chicago last night. And I got word from a hilarious comedian, Calvin Evans. He came in uh, to the show, found me in the like back area. I was slamming some pizza before I went on stage and was like, dude, Will Smith smacked the shit out of Chris Rock. And I was like, what, what the fuck? Like, what do you mean? He's like, and he shows me the video and we're like, holy shit, you know, this is crazy. 
And I don't know what Chris Rock was doing jokes for. Was he about to bring up a category? I think I don't know, but he was, you know, he's doing he's a comedian, right? And he does a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith. Now she had she's always had short hair, but now I think she's almost like basically bald, bald. I always thought the short hair was fashionable, but apparently she has alopecia. I didn't know this was a thing. I don't follow the Smiths. I don't. I don't give a fuck. I am very neutral on them as a family. It's whatever. I like a lot of Will Smith movies. Seems like a good dude. I know people have met him who've liked him. So yeah, I, I mean, I'd, I'd say I'm a Will Smith fan, sure. But again, I don't. I don't know what is going on with his family. Every you know, every six months you hear something where it's like, oh, they got an open marriage. They're weird. They're doing this. There's rumors about this. Is is he? you know, playing for the other team. What is going on with the, all right. Like you hear that, but I just never cared enough to dive into it, to be like, well, I got to find out. So he makes a joke about Jada who apparently again has alopecia, which is like a hair loss thing. And it's uh, an immune disease, I think as well. It's, yeah. It's not like that sucks. I hope no one I know gets it. I actually do know a couple people with it, but I hope no one gets it. You hopefully there's a cure one day or whatever. It sounds like a horrible thing. Right. Uh, but I don't think that's what Chris Rock was going for. You know, it was a, and then he makes reference to, I'm sorry, I'm getting all over the place for you. If you're listening to this and you haven't seen it or found out about it, I hope I'm not breaking, I'm breaking it down real quick. I'm recapping and then I'll go into my thoughts about what it was. He makes a joke about her hair and GI Jane, which is a movie that came out. I swear to God, what 1997. I mean, it's an insanely dated reference. And, uh, so, you know, anyone under the age of 23 is probably like, yeah, Jane, what the fuck is that? Like, you know, it was a movie with Demi Moore or Demi Moore in which she joins the army. And it was weird because it came out right after Striptease. And Striptease was Demi Moore playing a stripper. And that's when everyone was like, fuck, Demi Moore smoking hot, right? And then she comes out with G.I. Jane after that. And it's like, all right, well, she's just trying to show off some, some range she's got here as an actress. I like her, though. She's good. And that one scene in Striptease where she just, bah, with the fucking dress shirt. That's, a, that's some sexy advice for my female listeners. Any kind of button-up thing that you could just pop open like that, it's a good look. All right, so Will Smith, though, was seen laughing at the joke initially. Then he looks over at Jade and can see that she's not happy. She's, she's pretty pissed. She's like, you son of a bitch. You know, she has, like, that evil look on her face. Like, I can't believe you just fucking did that. And... Then Will sees that and he has to be like, oh, well, fuck. She's pissed. I'm going to hear about this in the car on the way home. I better do something. And he was just like, fuck it. I'm going for it. I'm taking opportunity. and I'm ceasing the moment. And I'm going to look like a hero to my wife. He goes walking up. And Chris Rock's even kind of like, all right, what's he doing? Because Chris, you could tell like the way. I mean, that's why some people are like, is this a bit? The way Chris was just like standing there. Didn't be like, what's going on? Like he didn't talk to him as he was walking up. I would have been like, what are you doing? Will, come on, it's a joke. You know, there's something leading up to it. Will comes up and open hand slaps him. Now, they call it a bitch slap because it originated the bitch slap to mean that the person who gets slapped is the bitch. But when you think about it, isn't the person doing the slapping the bitch? That's the bitch doing the slap? Because I've gone back and I've had this conversation before with some people about the bitch slap. Now, to me, if a man slaps me, they're the bitch because, but then again, I'm not going to just stand there and take it depending on the scenario. Cause really Chris rock kind of looks good in this scenario. He, he ate that slap. Yeah. It knocked his face back a little bit. You know, he just kind of stood there after that. I was just like, all right. Wow. I think he said, wow. Wow. 
Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. Wow. Like, you know, he, he kept the show rolling. He, you know, he didn't, he could have made it a bigger thing. He could be like, what the fuck, dude? You really just slapped me on television, dude, international television. Cause that's the big thing. Everyone's been emphasizing that the Oscars is, is all over the world. Um, really to make it more dramatic. This was an international incident. Anyhow. Uh, and yeah, he could have done all that. He could have been like, get this, get this guy the fuck out of here. The fuck, you know, holy shit. Fuck you, dude. Like, you know, fucking, I thought you were coming up here and you slapped me over a joke. Fuck you and fuck her. Like he could have really gone off, but he handled it great. You know, you really do. Regardless if you're on Chris Rock's side or Will Smith's side, you have to acknowledge Chris Rock really handled it incredibly well. Very poised because I wouldn't have. As a comedian, I've had two times. I talked about it two weeks ago on the podcast. Was it two weeks ago or last? Yeah, two weeks ago or so. Someone tried to come up on stage against me. And I told him, I go, granted, I'm on a big stage. The the Oscars was a stairway going up. It's not quite the same as the stage at the Laugh Factor in, in Chicago. But the dude came up to the stage. It's a big enough stage where it was probably like waist high for him or whatever. So in order for him to get on the stage, he was going to have to climb up. And I straight up told him, like, dude, you climb on the stage, I'm going to kick your fuck, kick you in the fucking mouth. I can't remember if I said I'm going to kick your fucking teeth in or if I said I'm going to kick you in the fucking mouth. I couldn't remember because I just wasn't having it either way. And so, yeah, if, if Will Smith would have bitch slapped me, <laughs> excuse me, had to sneeze. If I, I would have fought him back. I, I mean, but then again, I'm Will Smith's size. I think he's about six one. He's better shape than I'm in probably now. Although he got a little chunky a while back. Can he do with the whole thing? That's the thing too. These Hollywood people, they like to go, look at me. I got fat. Come on my weight loss journey. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I can't wait to see your nutritionist and your personal trainer whip you back into shape in two weeks. I mean, if anyone had that, they'd be back in shape very quickly. Are you someone cooking all your incredibly healthy yet fulfilling meals? Because that's the hardest thing for regular people. I just ate something healthy. I still want to eat a cow. Why the fuck am I not full? These people know how to do it where it's healthy and they're full. And then it's like, all right, now we're going to do all this kind of exercising and all these weights. And I'm going to make sure you do it because I'm paid to. And I'm going to yell at you and call you a piece of shit if you don't. We all would need that and would want that. And we could do it too. But I'm just saying, I, I don't care who you are. If you're slapping me, I'm going after you. That's just my personality. I'm not knocking Chris Rock for doing what he did. Maybe I should be more like Chris Rock and keep my composure oftentimes. But yeah, someone. So now it's people asking the question, are comedians safe now? What's going to happen in the future? Is everyone going to react the way to jokes? I think that's being dramatic as shit. Like Judd Apatow. The fuck, dude, I'm a fan of a lot of your movies and your work, but dude, talk about an overreaction, man. Joe, Judd Apatow, look, Will Smith's shit was an overreaction. I'm not dismissing what Will Smith did, but to act like he literally, looked this up, everyone. Judd Apatow tweeted, he could have killed him. Could have. It was a slap. Dude, some people think it was a punch. I keep hearing people tweet and write posts across social media saying, I can't believe Will Smith punched Chris. I'm like, it was not a punch. If you think that was a punch, you've never been in a fight in your fucking life. It was not a punch. They're very different. Now, maybe he went up to think I'm going to punch this dude in the face. And then the last thing said, nah, I'll just fucking slap him. Maybe that'd be better. You know, I don't know what it was. I don't know. I'm not sticking up for Will Smith's behavior. I am. I 100% will always have every comedian's back saying these are jokes. And now it's like, do jokes cross the line? And what is this? And that? I mean, yeah, it's like, I usually think. People used to say you can't make fun of religion and politics. I strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. You can 100% make fun of religion and politics. The things I think are way more difficult to make fun of 
death and disease. You know, like there's an experience to it. I once made a dumb joke, and as soon as it, it was on stage, it was with some friends. As soon as I slipped up and said the joke, I wanted the words back. It was in regards to death. And I knew at the time, like, oh, I should have said that. I was fired up a little bit and whatever. But that's just death. Like, you know, unless it was like so long ago when you're close friends with someone, you're being chummy. But like on stage, making fun of someone for being dead. I don't know how you do it, you know. Um, and then disease is tough, too, because so many people know people who are battling disease. So those are way more challenging religion and politics. I mean, people have grown to the point where they have sense of humor about the religion. Um, not everyone, of course, not everyone. And the same with politics where politics is just, I don't even do political jokes because I think it's so overdone everywhere you go. It's political jokes. And I don't know. It's kind of boring. I just don't like stuff. That's kind of boring. And it's just a little bit. No, again, I will have the, the comedian in me is like, I got Chris rocks back. It's a joke. Relax. Can't assault people over jokes. There you go. But the guy in me that's battled a bad temper a lot of his life is like, ah, people fuck up. I'm not going to be that mad at Will. But that's why I go back to, I think people are being overly dramatic, acting like, what's this due to his legacy? What's this due to anything? I'm like, you know, there's so many people doing way worse and you, you just forget about it. This would be a big story at, at the next several award shows. People will make jokes and references to it. And at next year's Oscars, here's my prediction right now. On the Joe Kilgallen podcast, at the 2023 Oscars, Will Smith and Chris Rock will be on stage together, and they'll make some sort of fun joke about it, where Chris Rock will slap Will back, and it'll be like all in good fun. Like They'll do something like that. Watch. Watch that happen. So for everyone acting like this is some huge, gigantic, oh, I'm sickened. And not, like, there's a lot of people who are like, I am sickened. I am distraught. If you think that's okay, like, it's like, calm down. This does not need to be some sort of fucking major incident. This isn't like, look, one grown man slapped another grown man. I don't think that's good behavior, but again, but to act like this is some sort of thing that need, I just, I don't know, or maybe I'm taking it too lightly, but I definitely feel like there's some dramatic shit going on. People are like, oh, Chris Rock should have pressed charges. No, I feel like he didn't. Not pressing charges also makes him look better too. Like, oh, that slap didn't bother me. I'm not trying to get jail time out of him. Like, what? Like, you know, I'm sure in the moment he probably would have wanted more people to have his back. And the fact that they all cheered for Will Smith at the end when he did win the Oscar, that's the craziest part, too. He won Best Actor. Uh, but they have they they know the day before who's going to win. It's not like they decide in the moment. So it's not like they could be like, hey, take that card back. He's no longer winning. What were they going to do at that point? It's just an interesting thing that, I don't know, maybe I'm just too numb to confrontation. And I forget that the average person does not get into confrontations. They avoid them as, as you should really what's it's not worth it. You don't know what's going to happen. I always, when every now and then you read a story about someone where it's like, Oh, these two people going to fight in a grocery store. I remember this happened at a grocery store, like in either the one I went to as a kid or the next one over in Chicago with this chain called jewel, jewel Osco. And, uh, I remember someone getting punched a guy like punched this, uh, guy in the head they're like arguing in line and uh the guy died they got punched in the head so yeah you don't you know you want to avoid that stuff um i should i'm trying to now look i you know i'm not young i'm not in my 20s anymore um you know if i really have to as a mo as a way to protect then then you do it but 
you know, I don't know. It's it's a lot of people who are like saying you don't talk shit about someone's wife are also you see it goes it goes different ways. You know what I mean? They you know someone made a good point where they're like, all right, well, what about if a bunch of trans people want to start punching Dave Chappelle? How would you feel about that? Then it's just jokes, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. And then you got people who went to some extremes. One person wrote like. Here, I was going to quote tweet it, and then I thought, oh, do I really want to get shit from people? Here, let me see. I think I got it right here. Sorry, everyone. Bear with me a second. How are you doing? Are you okay? Is everything going well in your life? I sure hope so, pal. Okay, I'm about to find it. Sorry, I had to click off something. All right, here was what my draft was. I didn't tweet it. This woman wrote, um, Glennon Doyle. Glennon? Is that a female name? I think so. Violence is never proof of love. That's a deadly idea that has fueled and excused domestic and then in parentheses, all violence for far too long. Think hard about that. Take please. I then wrote, I don't know. A guy should talk my dog once, once like I was going to make a joke. Cause I do think, I mean, domestic, like I, it just seems like such a long way to connect those two things. You got one guy who felt like, Oh fuck, my wife is pissed. And how dare you do that to my humiliate my wife? Fuck that. And then went up and slapped the dude. Right. And so people are like, ah, shit, you know, he's people don't like people talking about their wife. And then she's connecting it to like a husband beating the shit out of his wife and then using the same excuse of like, it's proof that I love her. Like, it's just completely different because one's violence in result of hurting your loved one's feelings. And that violence isn't toward your loved one, the violence is toward the cause of the hurt feelings where domestic violence is you hurting someone you love. You physically are beating someone that you love and then say, I just love you so much. Like that's, that's fucked up. And those, that's a false equivalency to me. I think that's a really bad comparison. Um, Cause if someone, if I'm walking my kids th through a store and some asshole walks up and goes, Oh, these are ugly ass kids. I would probably be like, I don't think I'd fight him at first. Cause my kids are with me. But I would definitely be like, get the fuck. I would, I would rip them apart back. I'd be like, keep running your fucking mouth, dude. Keep running your fucking mouth. Yeah, we're at a Target right now. You see that? You see that cart? I'm going to slam it against your stupid fucking skull. Like, that's what I would do. And, you know, I'm good with words. And I would definitely have that person scared to death. But then again, if some, and that's just, but that's out of love because it's like, I love my kids. And you're going to try to talk shit about them to me in front of them? No, I'm not playing that game. So, and and if someone did that to my wife, I it's it's a tough thing. I think in the context of an award show, if someone made a joke about my wife, I'd be like, whatever. If it was something that she was really really hurt by, and like you know a, a disease she was struggling with, I I would I would handle it afterwards. I think I wouldn't smile or laugh along with it. I yeah, that's the thing too though. If I knew it was something that truly truly hurt my wife, like Will Smith laughed initially, then saw her and was like, oh shit. You know, if it's, if I know my wife is super sensitive about something that she's going through alopecia, I would be like, I wouldn't, I would be aware as soon as the joke came out of Chris Rock's mouth, I'd be like, oh no, no. And I'd definitely be like, Hey, it's all right. It's all right. I'm going to talk to him after the show. I'm going to talk to him. That's how I would have done it. Um, now again, people get heated and they get caught up in the moment. So that's why, again, I'm, I'm not trying to say like Will Smith should be done. No, I mean, people have bad moments. You know, think about everyone's, it's, it's unfortunate his bad moment was watched by millions and millions of people globally. It's unfortunate. Um, 
But again, like I said before, in next year's Oscars, Chris Rock and Will Smith will be on stage together doing something funny, trying to show the world, hey, people make mistakes. This happened. And it, that's going to be just like that. Just like that. Um, I'm trying to think of like what other ways to summarize this. I feel like I did a pretty good job. No, don't go slapping people for talking. Don't try to avoid assault. Try to avoid it as often as you can, unless there's a physical threat of violence and you need to react. Um, you know, I mentioned that I've been in a lot of confrontation. I'm proud to say I don't believe I've ever thrown the first punch. Maybe I've thrown the first push, but a push is push is not an offensive move. I mean, I guess it could be both, but sometimes a push, depending on the context of what's about to happen in any physical altercation, the push is saying back the fuck up. Or the push is giving the other person a chance to be like, you want to think about this. Um, so yeah, I've never thrown a first punch. But you know, again, it's tough. I'm a comedian. So yeah, I don't want anyone ever attacking comedians ever or thinking that you don't like a joke, go right up there. And that's the killer of it. That was a long walk for Will Smith. That wasn't like he was, they were at a bar and it's just a couple people and he said it like that. And I don't think there was malicious, there wasn't malicious intent. I don't think Chris Rock's intent was to hurt her feelings. I think, you know, they get a team of writers together to write these monologues. I know Chris Rock works with writers now. And see, that's why it's, I don't know. I, that's a whole nother topic. Remind me if I need to have a topic about how I feel about stand-up comedians working with a group of writers. Now it's different if it's like late night with Conan O'Brien and he's got a team of writers. That's different. You're doing a five times a week show. It's a late night show. You get writers in. That's different. But Chris Rock, from what I understand, when he does a one hour stand-up comedy special, when he mentions like special thanks and there's a list of comedian names, those are the people who helped him write the jokes. Some people have no problem with it. They're like, hey, look, he gets final say. They all get together. Chris is insanely busy. He does all these things. I get I get that, and he still wants to keep doing stand-up. I just, I don't know. I'm not at Chris Rock's level, so who am I to judge like him for using writers? Maybe if I'm a guy who's as busy as Chris Rock is, I might need some writers. I just, I think the thing I've always loved about stand-up comedy is the jokes coming out of the comedian's mouth. That's like their point of view. That's their style, their humor, and all that. And it's different to get tags. I've had other comedians be like, hey, dude, this would be a great line for that joke. And I'm like, oh, shit, I like that. And I've given lines to other comedians, too. That's a different. That's like a, a sense of community camaraderie thing that we all do for each other. Where It's like, hey, that new bit you're working on, this line popped in my head. I think it'll bring it all together. And then they go, all right, let me hear the line. That's a line. Like, you know, with a with a band, if uh, what's a band, you know, if uh, Nirvana is one of my favorite bands, Kurt Cobain would write the song. But if Dave Grohl was like, I think this would work better for the drums. If I do this little roll into the chorus, I think that hits better. If I do a drum roll instead of doing like a t -t 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 -t. and then Kurt might be like, yeah, all right, awesome. Dave Grohl doesn't then say, hey, do I get songwriting credit for this song? No, of course not. But if you're working with a team of comedy writers, I said I'd get into this another point. Now I'm getting to it now. And I, I, someone told me what he does is like they all get together like five or six guys. And Chris will be like, I, all right, I got this topic. I want to explore this topic. And then they'll all kind of give their takes on that topic. And then they, there's a team, they formulate it. I don't know. Maybe it's not a bad thing. I just have always admired the singer songwriter and comedians. I always thought were like comedian joke writer. We it's, it's all us up there. You know, it's just kind of a badass thing to me. And Chris Rock, obviously his two biggest specials ever. Um, bring the pain and bigger and blacker. He, he, that was back in the day when he was writing it all himself. So anyway, I don't know. I didn't mean to get off this whole tangent, but yeah, I support Chris rock. I don't think he was trying to be hurtful with the joke. 
Did it come off as hurtful? Yeah, of course. She was hurt. You can't deny that. She was the intended target. The joke was about her and it hurt her. So yeah, it was, first of all, hacky joke. And and yeah, it sucked. But again, the way it was handled was in poor taste. If Will would have been like immediate, if he didn't laugh, it would have been, because he, again, he should know what's going to hurt her. And then right there, he'd been like, hey, don't keep your head up. This is bullshit. I'm going to talk to him. Then commercial break, whatever. You go backstage, you be like, what the fuck, man? I want you, you should apologize, you know, to her. I don't, you know, I don't give a fuck if you do it out on stage. And then Chris, like, as a joke, man, I didn't really realize. He's like, well, think about this, though. A generalized joke, you could get away with that. Okay. But you literally said her name and went at her. So don't, you know, look, I know, I know comedy, motherfucker, but don't pull this shit. I don't know why I'm making Chris uh, Will Smith say motherfucker. I just feel like in that, in that setting, you say motherfucker. It just feels like it. And then, and then Chris probably would be like, all right, yeah, do you right. I went over. See, that would have been the way to handle it. Again, easy for me to say in hindsight. You guys get it. All right. Um, yeah. So summarize that shit. I guess what else is there to talk about? Maybe I'll get a comedian on and we could go. I, uh, a few, my guy, Chad McDaniel, and a few other people have said that they missed the live episodes. So I think I'm going to try to bring those back. I can't tonight. I'm going to the Chicago Blackhawks game. So that's out. And, um, other than that, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of any other news I could tell you guys coming up. I got a busy April coming up, doing a lot of shows in Chicago and in the Midwest. Across Wisconsin's coming up. I got this show in Bethany, Illinois. No disrespect. I've never heard of Bethany, Illinois. And uh, where else am I? I believe those are the two. One, Saga Talk, Michigan at the end of the month as well. So, yeah, look out for my April. I'm about to update my website and start putting the gigs back up there where they belong. And other than that, you guys have yourselves a great rest of the week. Happy Monday to you and yours. And, yeah, I hope everything's awesome. All right, you guys are the best. And as always, cheers.